Welcome to Just Go With It, a podcast by 20-somethings for 20-somethings. Fun, flirty, and keeping it real. An absolute riot these two. If it isn't over the top, it ain't us. They came out of college on top. Then life hit them in the face. Be a bit more professional, please. Couldn't shut us up then. Won't shut us up now. Here are the tips and tricks you are going to need to get through your 20s. We are getting into it. Strap yourselves in for a wild ride. Live on air. I'm Abby. And I'm Ashley. Good Lord, it's already season two. Grab a drink, take a seat, and get ready to just go with it. Ashley, I am feeling so elderly after my 24th birthday this weekend because now I'm officially mid-20s instead of early 20s, and I'm feeling kind of depressed about it. But I'm trying to be proud. I think something that's also making us feel elderly is the way we're both sitting here at the desk with our uh, hands on our foreheads. (laughs) (laughs) We look like we're absolutely beat. We look beat, whipped, um, and like we're ready to call it a day. Call it a damn day. Um, no, but honestly, another year older. I had a really fun weekend. Do you want like a full recap? Should I share? I think I should give a Sparks Note recap because full transparency, Cliff you notes. gave me a full recap and then some earlier today. Okay, but the the fans don't know. Fans rage. The fans are raging. Okay, give give a Cliff Notes. Okay. Basically what happened is I made this fun reservation for 12 girly pops at this fun restaurant in downtown Nashville called Church and Union. If you're in Nashville, you know the one. It's close to Broadway. It's cute. It's fun. It's like kind of upscale, but nothing crazy. We get there. We have a fun time. I'm seated directly under some freezing cold air conditioning. So I was nipping the entire dinner, which was quite uncomfortable in my dress. Secondly, (laughs) they promised champagne and a dessert. They only brought out the dessert, not the champagne. I wanted to sue. Someone made a mistake. There is no way a restaurant's giving out free champagne. I don't know who you talked to. They told me. Well, it was that person's first day there because there's no way. Well, I was sitting there with my fingers crossed, twiddling my thumbs, hoping that maybe they would bring some champagne, but they didn't. Secondly, the pasta at Church and Union, which looked really nice and was really expensive, gave two people food poisoning at this place. Oh, really? Yeah, including my poor roommate, and everyone was puking. It had, like, some chicken sausage in it or something. Of all things, chicken. chicken. No, you got to be careful with chicken. But anyways, it was so annoying. I had raw fish, and I wasn't sick, and these people ate chicken, and they got sick. Did you call and tell them? No, nobody told them. We kept it in the dark. (laughs) But anyways. You revealed revealed yourself. I know. Reveal yourselves. Then we went out on Broadway, got some drinks, had some laughs. I stood on a table, whatever, whatever, made friends with the security guard like I always do. He was like the string bean little man. And then we did karaoke. And something about karaoke seems really celebratory for me. So I'm really glad we did it. We sang our song by Taylor Swift. Miller and I did. Um, and then we went to this bar called Kung Fu over in Midtown and that bar was so fun. More bars need to be like this. It had cornhole, arcade games, seesaw, teeter totter, whatever you want to call it. It was really fun. Then we got, then my boyfriend challenged me to a shoot off and that was a big mistake. Mistake number one, because I'm a baller and I beat him and then he had to buy the tacos. Then the next day we did drag brunch and that's another thing that needs to be more mainstream in all these cities because drag brunch was so much fun. The food was subpar, but the entertainment was stellar. Um, And then we just bopped around the city, got some more drinks, went to some rooftop season, ate my body wake and cake and cupcakes. Like, let me tell you, there was so much dessert to be had. And then ended the weekend off with going to a Pepperdine send off party, which was really wholesome. 
That is the best. Anything involving Pepperdine is the ultimate way to spend your birthday. I'm we sorry. We live and breathe. No one knows. We worship the ground that Pepperdine was built on. We, we bleed are, orange and we mean it. <laughs> yeah. We are like a little too invested in Pepperdine. <laughs> I can't wait to send my kids there. Lord knows I'll never be able to afford it. <laughs> Maybe they'll cut you a break by that point because we're alumni. Yeah. Did you meet any fun parents or freshmen? I did. I met a few incoming freshmen. They were girls. They were really nice. I asked them what they were most excited for. I told them I wanted to have a Freaky Friday moment where we switched bodies, but that didn't happen, unfortunately. (laughs) I just wanted to be 18 and going to college again. Uh, What I wouldn't give. Um, That's Mm. really wholesome, though. It was really fun. It was cute. There was a lot of alumni. There's a huge network here in Nashville, which is cool to meet some other Pepperdine alums. But yeah, it was a good weekend overall. Overall, I think this was a really good birthday for 24 because it's not like a big deal birthday. Like Every just... birthday is a big deal birthday. What if you don't have yeah. a 25th? Okay, fine. That's true. Obviously, I went all out. Like I celebrated for three days straight and I was really tired all week from it. So you know you did something right. But it wasn't like 23 where I made everyone fly out to Austin, Texas and do a full on bachelorette trip for my day of birth which was a lot. You know what? We were also looking for a good time. It was COVID had taken a lot out away from us. We, yeah, we desperately needed some We were plans. looking for a fun time. <laughs> um. Okay, so any other housekeeping before we get into the episode? Um, no. You cleared your conscience? Nothing? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Keep watching One Tree Hill, everyone. You'll never regret it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I got to pick you it up again. Stop. Um. Any books or podcasts, anything good you're listening to? Um, I read The House Across the Lake and it was such a good thriller. Really? Big fan. Oh, I saw the only way that a mere peasant like me could keep up with you is through mm. your Instagram stories. I yep. saw that you got Dolly Parton's book and I also started reading it. I'm on page yes. 30. I'm on page 70. Nope. 80. So catch up. Okay. So naturally then that will be our next book. Run, Rose, run. Who's Rose? I haven't gotten to that part. I don't know. It's just the name of the book. Oh, I thought that it was a song that she writes later on in the book. No, Run Boy Run is the song that plays in the beginning of Divergent when the sound that goes and they're all running like this, like in slow-mo. Who's Rose in the book? I'm a little confused by that part. I think that they're going to make the singer her stage name, I'm pretty sure. Okay. I also picture... positive. I picture the older country singer that's in it as Raina James, who is Connie Britton in Nashville. I've never seen the show, but I trust you. You should watch. Very good. Wait, let me look her up. What's her name? Connie James? Um, Raina that's James. the character? Raina James Rain- is the character. I'm sorry, Rain? Raina. Raina. James. That's a name and a half. Connie Britton plays her. Uh, Friday Night Lights oh, season. Oh, cute. I could see this. And she is like Gwyneth Paltrow on Country Strong. And then Hayden Panettiere oh, is like Leighton Meester. And she's like the new girl on the scene in Nashville. I need to watch this show really You bad. need to watch it. It's really good. I live in the damn city that it's named after. I should watch it. It's a darn good show. Cute. Okay, Country yeah, I could totally see her vibes. being cast. And also the soundtrack slaps. Who do you picture the main girly pop as? I don't know who I picture. I picture her having red hair, but I don't. Why does everyone in the book have red hair? I don't know much beyond that. I'm going to search young, wiry actress. <laughs> um, What's her face? Dakota Johnson, but like young. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. 
I don't know if I yeah. see that, but I'll I'll continue figuring it out. The, I had a, I almost had a little anxiety attack today, if that counts for anything. <laughs> Sometimes, I don't know if anyone relates to this. I don't know if we're airing this, but... <laughs> when I get really bad anxiety it kind of feels like one intrusive thought starts happening not like a scary like weird intrusive thought but just like something that's like stressing me out like you're not good enough yeah that or yeah or like just work like you'll never make enough sales you'll never get this closed you'll never make progress you'll never make enough money to sustain your lifestyle things like that and then things just keep piling and you just can't stop you can't freak yourself out it just keeps coming and then it comes from all these other angles and then it's like wait you're ugly and it's like all these things and i'm like oh wait, wow it's victim- <laughs> it really victimizes you well this will make you feel better um i'm it's like five o'clock right now when we're doing this so i'm having a light to beer and inside the bottle cap it says quietly work let success speak up interesting okay so that's our motto today <laughs> quietly work we've never quietly worked in our life and thanks to the Coors banquet beer Cowboy beer. It looked like a Reese's peanut butter cup, but it was the cap of the beer. Oh, yeah, and that's cap, really on yeah. brand. Um, well, that sounds awful. And you should see if your insurance covers some therapy sessions to help you deal with manager anxiety. Because I'm not a therapist, so I'm not sure if I can provide you with the proper tools. See, I don't know if my insurance does. And therapy is kind of expensive. So I think I'd rather just like go for a walk in the sunshine. That's my therapy. Okay. Five minutes of that and I'm pretty much good to go. <laughs> Thank God for Bambini room. What would you be doing? What would I be doing? I didn't get to see my girl today. I was off the clock today. Bambini <laughs> is a little black and tan wiener dog that Abby <laughs> is now. Bambini is Abby's closest confidant. <laughs> I'm mothering. She knows everything about my life. Yeah, she knows everything in 30-minute increments. And she's a doll. She's a real doll. Ashley, what is something that you have done recently that was out of your comfort zone? Anything good? This isn't necessarily recent, but I did go last night, so it's in the forefront of my mind. Like a month ago, I started going to the gym all alone. I know. You just like didn't tell me about this, and you tell me everything. Through my dad's place of employment, I guess he gets gym passes for the whole family. And no one – like they kind of told me that, but like I didn't really like pay any attention. And then I was like, you know what? Why the hell don't I go to the gym? (laughs) Yeah, why don't you? So I go all alone, and I work out for like an hour – Okay. And the first time I went was out of my comfort zone, and now I think I feel okay. Are you like so nervous the first few times? What did you do? Well, the first time because I had never machine? been. Well, I had never been inside, so I was nervous that I was just like staring and like looking to see what was around. You had never been inside a gym before. No, not this one. Like the specific. Like it's oh. two stories, so I didn't know like okay. what was on the top story, where stuff was on the bottom story, all that nonsense. Um, what kind of gym is it? Like a twenty-four hour fitness? LA Fitness. I think it's a little nicer than twenty-four hour. Oh, nice. No track, but interesting. Nice. So, have you touched a machine yet since starting this endeavor? What do you mean by machine? Like the kind that where you like clean stuff? <laughs> <laughs> what could a machine possibly? I'll tell you, I'll tell you my favorite things to do. Like, I are like you just doing... standing with dumbbells? Or are you like doing? Oh machines? no, no, I don't touch a dumbbell. No, I'll do the stairmaster for probably twenty-five minutes. That's a machine. <laughs> That's a machine. Man versus machine. Uh-huh. Um and. That I'll try to do a hundred flights. You'd be proud. All the other girls I That's told you. That's a lot of flights, sis. How long does that take you? Twenty-five minutes. Twenty-five minutes on the stairmaster. Yeah. Good heavens! I don't have a stairmaster, so I'm not walking. The rowing machine is really fun. I think it's very great for my back pain. 
<laughs> I sound elderly. Your back pain. <laughs> you know, I, I've been dealing with back pain. It really loosens mm-hmm. up everything. And so that, like, 20 minutes. We're at, like, 45. And then, like, I'll do, like, some machines that do stuff for my core. We're not even touching my arms right now, except for, I guess, the rowing machine technically does. We're not even touching my arms, though, downstairs. Right now, we're purely care, care about my core. Okay. Got it. Cool. Arms, well, I'm really proud of you. Back of my mind. Deal. Back of my mind. Mostly, I don't even know which exercises to start doing for my arms. So, well, back of my mind. if you ever need some free fitness advice, I am – I do know my way around a dumbbell. Okay? Yeah. I do know my way. Remember when uh, I think at Stagecoach, I was in a bathing suit and I went in front of the mirror and you and I said, okay, how can I work on the different parts of my body? Point them out. What can I do? (laughs) Some days people talk about the gym a lot, at least on the side of TikTok I'm on. There's like so much gym stuff. It's like, how do you stay motivated all the time? And honestly, my answer is that, well, A, you're not motivated all the time. Sometimes you have to force yourself, but different things will motivate me to go. Like sometimes I want to go because I'm like putting – little deposits away in my bank of health I was gonna like say every that. single time yep. you work out you, you look a little better and you live a little you. longer yeah 100 and so that's one reason sometimes I just want to look hot well <laughs> Sorry, if I said you God both forbid. you put a bank or a check in your bank of living longer and looking yeah. better sometimes I'm like wow I'm so grateful for my healthy body and my strong arms and my strong legs that can do this and sometimes I'm just like I want to grow my ass and that is it that's the reason I'm going to the gym okay I kind of slow down with the running, but I think I make up for the cardio with the stairs. Oh, 100% stairs are like really hard. My last reason is the social aspect because I love seeing my friends at the gym and the coaches and the music and like the fun. Oh yeah, I'm not there. Like actually is so enjoyable. No, I'm not there. I need to join like an independent gym to do that. Yeah. No, right now we're just baby steps. So really if you mix it up and then come at it from all different angles of motivation, different reasons, I think that helps. This, as gym, opposed to <clears> this gym even has like a section with like fake grass and like stuff that you can push around on it like you're a football player. Oh my God, that's so fun. I would so do that. You Pushing love the it. sled. Yeah. It's called the sled. <laughs> and there's all these men like uh, doing basketball stuff like you tried to do. Are they flipping a tire? I'd be down. I haven't seen a tire yet. I haven't seen a tire flipper. Okay. All right. And with that, we have a fun guest today. So we're going to intro him, but everyone, please enjoy this episode. It's been a long time since we've had a boy on. So here we go. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Just Go With It. Happy Friday. Happy hour. Grab a drink and take a seat. We are ready for another really fun episode. We have a very fun, exciting guest for you today. It's not every day that we have a boy on the podcast. That is very podcast. true. Yeah, it's kind of for the girls, a lot of the things we talk about, but we're excited um, to have Lucas Mayfield on. I found him on TikTok last week, and if anyone knows anything about me, I am the queen of just like audacity, Going up to strangers, getting out of my comfort zone, talking to new people, treating everyone in the entire world like they're my best friends. Um, and I thought that I kind of coined that, but I guess I've never had an original thought in my entire life because Definitely then not. I found Lucas's TikTok and it's all about inspiring confidence, getting out of your comfort zone, meeting new people and just living life in that way. Um, and I just loved all of your videos. And so we're really excited to have you on. So everyone, please give a big warm welcome to Lucas. Hi, Lucas. Thank you guys so much for having me. Um, you know, as you mentioned, the, the girls had this podcast, but now it's time for the boys to take over and uh, yep. dominate this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Super excited for being here. Let Thank everybody you. know what you were busy doing before this. 
Not a hop uh, in the walk. I just came back from a, uh, I was almost late to the show. Just had to uh, hit the waves real quick, you know, subtle flex. But um, we're here now. We made it on time. You guys were actually a little late, but that's all right. <laughs> that's all right. We'll let it go. <laughs> well, I'll let it slide this one time. Yeah, yeah. We won't get Lucas fired. Lucas is 21 years old, which I was shocked to find out. And he lives in San Diego, northern San Diego, which I'm jealous of. Um, that's so exciting. How long have you been doing TikTok content to kick it off? So I started my TikTok personally, like I've done some things for my old brand a year and a half ago. I had this clothing brand and, you know, I had like, I was getting videos of, you know, a few hundred thousand views and I was doing kind of little cheesy little, uh, you know, um, you know, that kind of died off. And, you know, so I had a little taste of it and then I started, you know, doing my own TikTok. Um, I still, maybe nine, 10 months ago, I really started taking it serious. Um, and I just kept trying and trying and failing. Like I, I'd post one to three times a day every day and i knew it was about consistency everyone keeps saying you know you ask the biggest mm -hmm. creators in the world and then you go oh, what's your secret man consistency and then you're just like I, come on you know it's like really everyone right. tells you that but it's so true i mean as cliche as it is i just kept grinding grinding every single day like i wouldn't miss days without post no tiktok is the strangest most interesting platform ever abby what are you doing wrong then why aren't you yeah why the question is why am i not famous yet but that's a song for another time um no but consistency that's great when you started doing your own tiktoks were you did you have like an idea behind this brand that you were building of like promoting confidence or did is that something that just came you know, naturally to you it my first thought, so I would, you know, I remember this date very clearly. October 13th, 2021 was my first viral video. I, I was meeting up with this girl and, you know, I've never hung out with her and I was super excited and I was like, wait, what if I just like made a video with her? I know everyone's like, oh, the video's staged, but like, I really didn't know her. So I was like, it's kind of not staged. Wait, you know? wait, like, wait, is this the video that was like, this is my girlfriend for a day? No, no, no. That, that was way before that. This is like becoming best friends with a stranger for the day. Right. Okay, and then perfect. basically we went to the beach and I was like, what if I just made this video for fun? I was like, screw it. Like we're already <laughs> hanging out. Might as well. Yeah. And then I started recording. I was like, all right, act like you don't know me. And then it cuts, you know, to some good old Taylor Swift, you belong with me. And like, who doesn't, oh, like, stunning. who doesn't vibe with that? Right. Are you and, a Swifty, Lucas? I, I, I all right, on the low. Don't be yes. shy. All right, go on, say it loud. Listening to this, we're good. We're good. But the it's boys all girls in here. I'm done. Yeah. I'm, I'm screwed. <laughs> I am. Okay, a say it with I'm your chest. I would promote that like everywhere, and you walk because the girls would die for we'll a boy flock. that's a Swifty. Yeah, the girls what? mess with the guys that are Swifties. What's yes, your favorite song? 100 um you know if you had to do karaoke what would you choose to taylor Swift? Uh, probably you belong with me that's just okay. a, that's an og one i mean this is the one pleaser. i use in a lot of my videos and it's just you know it's easy to sing i, I guess and i know the lyrics so I'll, I'll take that one any day but you know i did that video and you know that's it just took off it went up you know i got 4.3 million and i was like oh my gosh wow like this is that easy and i just you know <laughs> Ashley, I'm going to take my phone and record every first date I ever have from now on. I'm going to say, can we record this for my vlog? Because I'm going to start vlogging. <laughs> you got to start capitalizing more, I'm telling oh, you. Yeah, Abby's like, thirsty for a million views. It gets a little awkward. I mean, that was before I was like, I would say really confident. I mean, I, I was, had some confidence, but I, I had no clue I wanted to be a confidence guy or like teach people or I had no clue I'd be here. You know, if my 10-year-old mm -hmm. self was looking at me, he'd be like, like jaw dropped like what how did you become this you know and yeah and all were you a shy just, kid growing up I wasn't shy I would say I was just very locked away by judgments of other people and I was very like I don't want to say self-conscious but you know I was not very secure I would say you know I was always like if someone came by and was like like dude you're kind of ugly I'd be like like devastated you know what I mean like not that anyone really did that <laughs> so would <but> I <laughs> that would ruin I, anyone's day 
<laughs> yeah, that's a bad example, but um. no, I think it's really hard for anyone to be secure, especially growing up. Like we all go through those really awkward years, no matter what. But I feel like in your twenties, especially your early twenties, which Ashley and I are getting closer to mid, but don't remind us. I'm um, still twenty three. You're twenty three. You're still you're still early. But I feel like this is kind of when we all kind of decide who we're going to be, what we stand for, all that good stuff. And so a lot of a lot of people are looking for ways to grow in that area, grow in that security and that confidence. And so I think that's really cool that you're making content that is all about getting out of your comfort zone because I've always been a big advocate for that. And I always try to do things that are really outside my comfort zone because it makes me feel like if I can accomplish this, then I can do anything I set my mind to. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Oh, so Lucas, I was going to say, when did you start making the confidence content and when did you realize that there was a niche for it? All of that. You know, I, as I went through my stuff, I noticed people commented like one of three things. You know, I had, you know, my first video was like seven to 9,000 comments, right? So, you know, I was to the point where I was like, I can't respond to all these. And I looked through and I'm like, oh, you should date her. You should marry her, right? You got those, you know, people that are hopeless romantics and they just loved watching it. And then you got people that are like, I wish I was confident like this. I wish I could do this. Like, how, how does he do this, right? And I started like thinking like, maybe there is a lot of dudes like, to me, I could walk up to people now and it's easy for me, right? But some people are like, like you, you will, you'll will catch them like not looking right in the eyes of anyone because they're so scared. And there's mm -hmm. different levels. And, you know, when you compare the mass, like the majority of people are don't put themselves out there that much. So I started realizing this like, you know, three to four months ago, I, I've always known I needed to like instill more of this into my content, but I just didn't know how or like mm -hmm. what direction I wanted to take. You know, because it is really hard. Like, I, I, I'm going to admit, I did stage that first one technically. You know, it was just a joke. I think people kind of know that. you've got some hot gossip <laughs> for you. <laughs> but, I mean, it's still pretty cool. I mean, I didn't really know her. I don't consider it that staged because, you know, it's slightly staged, right? You know, before I was like, didn't even know how to talk to a girl. I would be, like, scared to look mm -hmm. at them or, like, like interact with the girl. I'd think they're just, like, some sort of species above me, you know? Like, I was like, I, I can't. You know, in high school, yeah. I didn't, never went to a dance, never – you know, Aww. even had Aww. friends that are girls, like not even friends at all. And then like, I was always struggling to find people to eat with and just like fit in, you know, I just wanted to fit in. But you know, I guess three, four months ago, I just started digging in and I was like, what, what can I do to like show like what a confident person does, you mm -hmm. know, it's, so it's, it's a, video, little it's a little bit of fake it till you make it a little bit. Okay. Like this is, you know, I can do this, you know, I, this, this can be done. And the virality really helped. Like, you know, instill that like oh wow like you can do it like you're starting mm -hmm. to make things happen so stepping away from the stepping away from the content of it all in terms of the actual like you said you've gained a lot of confidence in the past year of how to approach girls um how to talk to girls I think that's also a big I mean issue that people struggle with in their 20s we're all trying to date each other and figure out how the best way is to go about that so do you have any tips for guys approaching girls girls approaching guys right. um we talk we do a lot of we do this series called questions for the boys on the podcast mm -hmm. so like we quarterly have, yeah quarterly we'll have like <laughs> one of our guy friends or our boyfriend come on and just pick his brain about what the hell like our guys thinking about all that good stuff right. and a lot of it is centered around like approaching and like our weird generation with the dating apps and how that makes everything harder to have right. organic connections. So mm -hmm. do you have any tips on either side? You know, depending on where you're at, beach, parks, um, restaurants, you know, wherever, I feel like the best way to go about things is like the bottom line is even if you suck, like even if you walk up and you're like, uh, uh, and you stutter, like as long as you like 
try to just pick yourself up and just like do it. Even if you suck and you look like really dumb and you walk away and you, you know, walk away with an L, like it, it hurts, but I feel like you just have to put yourself in there. I mean, my first approach was about three or four years ago when I wasn't like nearly as confident as I am now. And I like choked so bad. Like it, it was terrible. I asked for her email instead of, I was like, can I get your email? And then she was like, her friend was like, looked away from me and stuff. And I was like sitting there like shaking, like, I was like, oh, this is Aww. awful. And I didn't do it for again for a year. But if I had like, <laughs> it's also the people you have around you. It's still like, they should be like, oh, you got it, bro. Like, you know, you'll get it. You'll get them next time. Or like hyping you up a little bit instead of just mm-hmm. tearing you down. You know, it's just, it's, it's about finding the right people around you that like provide good energy no matter what like even mm-hmm. if it was really embarrassing and you like absolutely stuttered um that's fine but a lot of it's just like no fancy pickup lines like you just walk up make your intentions clear just be like hey what's up i saw you over there you just caught my eye what was your name and then you know none of the com- i mean you can give a genuine compliment oh your eyes are very beautiful if no one's told you already like my name is blah 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 and then you just introduce yourself simple you know ask them what they're doing and then, you know, be like, hey, you know, I got to run, but I would love to, you know, grab a drink. I would love to get coffee. If you're interested, here's my number. No pressure. If you want to hit me up, cool. If not, no worries. It was nice meeting you anyway. Like if you don't, if you go in expecting a number, it makes it a lot harder. From the opposite angle, how should the age old question a girl approach a boy? Boys can yeah, be mean flip too. the script. Yep. Oh, flip the entire Boys can be really think- mean. Yeah. Do you think it's cool when girls, it's like a girl is confident enough to go approach you or approach or a guy, a group of guys, them? or would you be like, this girl's crazy? Um, but if she just came up and she was like, very, like, I don't know, genuine, like, Hey guys, you know, I just, it's just, I've never seen it happen personally, but if she just comes up and introduces herself, Hey, my name is, you know, Jesse. And I'm just looking for more friends in the area. Would you guys want to like, hang out, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, then I'd, that'd be very rare to me, but like for girls, it's honestly like, pretty easy because guys like even if I got approached by a girl like maybe I was you know if I wasn't interested or something mm-hmm. I would never be like a jerk like no I'm good like I'd be like hey I'm actually you know busy right now or you know I don't really give my number out whatever I mean I just can't imagine a guy saying like get away from me or like you or anything like that you know so I right. think girls are pretty safe as long as you just like I said expectations down you know, just introduce yourself, be very straightforward. You don't have to do anything fancy. Well, one of my favorite mindsets to have when going into things that could be nerve wracking, like approaching a man in public or whatever it might be, is just the fact that nothing really matters that much and no one's going to remember it in like an hour, right? Even if it goes absolutely horribly, no one's going to remember it in an hour. And that's also something that you promote with your content too. So can you tell us some ways other than just like approaching girls to ask them out or get their number or whatever that you like to practice getting out of your comfort zone and maybe ways that other people can implement them in their own lives? Like, let's say I saw like a really hot girl, right? And like every guy's eyeing her and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I want to go talk to her, right? And, you know, I was a little nervous for it. And I was like, man, but what if, you know, all these other guys are coming up to her, blah, blah, blah. Um, Realistically, like you got to put instill in your mind, like even till this day, like I'll sit there and be like, I was just sick last month in my bed. Like I couldn't do anything. I physically could not. And now I'm here like with two legs that work with lungs that breathe, like my body's perfectly functioning. It's like, what more could I ask for right now? It's like, and I'm scared to go approach someone that the worst I could say is no, or even I guess you get away from me. Like even that, like not that that happens, (laughs) but like even that is like, that's so minuscule when you put in your brain, like that nothing matters and what we're all going to be off of this planet. Like we're really just a big, like little tiny specks on a big floating planet. I know it's a lot, but this is the way I think about it in my mm. brain and I've continuously done it. So when I think of that mm-hmm. and I feel those nerves kick in, I go, oh, of, of course, you know, the, uh, 
the, the weight of that, that fear and that like hesitation, you know, is going to weigh ounces, right? Even if I get embarrassed, that's, you know, that, that pain is going to just be a little bit. But then like, if I look back 10 years down the line and be like, what could have happened if I just did it? That mm-hmm. pain is going to be way a lot more than that. That regret is going to weigh more. So I just think about it like that way. Like, don't right. I want to live every single moment and like look back and be like, okay, I, I did not regret a single. Yeah, I got embarrassed and everyone laughed at me because I tripped in front of a girl and tried to ask her out, whatever. But then you go like, you just start cracking up about it. It's like, yeah, it's embarrassing, but it's like that makes your life more interesting. It makes it more fun. Yeah. And they have stories Do to tell about you. Do it for the plot. Do you ever say good. that? Do it for the plot. Yeah, I cannot stand what ifs. Like, I would rather die than go through life and be like, what if, like, every single person I don't approach, like, you never know who's going to like, come into your life. And I think I'm just like a bit ad- big advocate for like putting yourself out there in positions and just keeping like an open posture to whatever comes your way. So, yeah, I'm big fan of that. Hate what ifs, can't stand them. Ashley knows I can't leave anything on the table. So, oh, no. We'll be walking out of a bar, and she's like, hold on. Just got to go say something to someone. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Okay. So I, I want to uh, switch gears mildly and talk about how the more you practice embarrassing yourself, the more your comfort zone grows in general. Yeah. Um, so lay it on us. <laughs> you know, I never – like I said, I never thought I'd be doing what I'm doing now. But, like, now that I look at it, you know, I just want to get crazier and crazier. If I could do that, how could I not approach that pretty girl? How could I not – take mm-hmm. that opportunity to ask I don't know a yacht owner hey can I get on your yacht and he says no like are you stupid you know what I mean like I feel like the more you do and the the, the like the deeper you get out of your comfort zone like the more minuscule your little problems seen in life or mm-hmm. man I'm scared to like pitch myself to this company because you know I feel like I'm not qualified enough or someone else is better it's like no you are the man you're going to do it I mean if you could do these certain things I mean yeah there's social levels to it there's you know um, of course, like in terms of job and your career, there's different levels to like that this confidence will carry over into all aspects of your life. And the more like confidence you have, the more opportunities it opens. Yeah. Just asking you shall receive what's the worst that could happen. Somebody says no. And then, oh, guess what? You're back to where you started right. exactly where you were. Yep. And that's, I think that's one of the biggest ways to, um, that's why I want to do like 30 days of rejection. I've been slacking on it. I'm at like day six, but I haven't mm-hmm. done a video for like a few days. That's a really, really good way to, um, to you know, start building yourself out out of your comfort zone. It's just getting used to that no, and I think it really, really helps. Like you just expand that comfort zone, and then you know, as you get better and better, then you can start doing more things. Like, what's one thing that scares me? And then you th- you start mm-hmm. telling yourself that, and it might be skydiving. It might be I don't know, um, approaching like a group of five or more. It might be uh, having dinner by myself. You know, like that's mm-hmm. very uncomfortable to sit by yourself at a busy restaurant and you're just that's like, another big one you know. I wanted to mention that I've been seeing on TikTok and things is going places alone because I feel like that takes a certain level of maturity and it comfortability does. with yourself and people don't do that like the phone. ever yeah and without the phone yeah. that's like a whole nother level but yeah, like, like next level yeah I think that's something that I like to do and to get out of my comfort zone is I started going places alone especially when I moved to Nashville I didn't know a single person here so I had to go places alone and that really helped me yeah because Senior year of college, like, I don't think I spent a single waking moment without at least the presence of someone else because we were just always around our friends at all times, which I love. But, like, trying out new workout classes, showing up to concerts, showing up to things. I don't think I've done the whole, like, have dinner, like, a full-on dinner alone, but I wouldn't be opposed. I might want to try that at some point. (laughs) And then, like, leave your phone at home, too. That's... That's brutal because then you know you get, what's you're even better. Bring there. a book, though. No, a bring book. a book, and you're like the most mysterious girl uh-huh. in the room, like sitting at dinner <laughs> reading your book. 
Yeah, that's funny. I think if I saw cool. that, I would, if I saw that, I would just go sit next to him and then pull out my book and start reading with them. Yeah, silent, silent disco. <laughs> oh yeah, silent book party. For anyone who hasn't seen your content, can you explain why you started the thirty days of rejection? And also, I wanted to like purposely get rejected myself. So, the, like, I've 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 been getting rejected quite a bit. You know, I'll pitch myself to brands and like, hey, sorry, we're not looking for anything right now. I'm like, okay, nice. You know, it's just a nice way of saying, nope, you're not good enough. And I was like, all right, that's cool. And you know, I'll find someone that values me, right? And it, and it allows me to like keep moving and moving and moving. And then and then um, it just gets me more comfortable with just that whole no. Like, and then when I get a yes, it's like, like, oh, you're joking, right? Uh-huh. And then it makes me so on the edge about like the real yes. And then when it happens, it's much more gratifying than like if I just continuously get yeses and I, I miss all my and I, I just take surefire things you know I could reach out to smaller brands like hey brand deal and they'll be like sure and you know I'm sure I'll get a lot you know I'm, I'm going for big dogs like bigger companies um, mm-hmm. that I'm trying to reach out to and you know of course if, if they don't even see it they'll you know either say like oh uh, sorry we're not looking for anyone or sorry you know this isn't the kind of content that fits whatever um, but I like purposely attacking things that I know I'm going to get no's for and I've just set my brain to just think no 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 because I like to think of not, okay, I can't wait to get a yes. I like to think of, dang, how many no's can I get before I get that yes, right? It's just, I want uh-huh. no's. Like, give me those no's. Give me them. Give me them. Because the more you get, the closer you're getting to that yes. And it's just like, it's like seeing the end of that road, you know, versus like, oh, man, if I get rejected here, I'm going to be so sad. You try it. No. Oh, that hurt. And then you're just like, you, you're down for I don't know, a week, two weeks, whatever. If you like get rejected from a job, a lot of people go like, mm-hmm. am I not good enough? Like versus, you know what? Like I'm the best dude for this job. If they can't see it, that's their problem. I'm going to go find someone who does see what I'm worth. And then bam, you keep going. Oh, next guy. No, uh, sorry. Okay. Next guy. No, uh, sorry. And they just keep going. Okay. Next one. I'm going to get, I can't wait for this. No. And then you're in there. You're like talking. And then he's like, Hey, you know what? We like your qualifications. Sure. Come on the team. You're like, like, really? No, oh, I was expecting a no, but okay, I'll take this. And then it just makes it so much easier versus mm-hmm. like oh my gosh, I like all nervous. I got to get this. Like if this job doesn't work, like I'm going to be so bummed and you know, then you get rejected and it's like, then you're just shut down. Right. And right. I think that's, what's huge about getting rejected. And it's such a huge part, part of confidence. Cause if you know, you can get rejected social life, you go up to a girl, she rejects you. You're like, who cares? You know, there's no, the next one, you know, you go try to make friends and they're like kind of rude to you and they're, you know, nah, <laughs> we don't want to talk to you. And then, you know, you're just like, you know what, I'll just find someone else. And then you just change your mind to that. It just makes life like so much more free because then right. there's no such thing as like, I mean, yeah, it still stings sometimes. Like if I was doing something I really wanted to do with like, you know, I was like, man, I can't wait to get accepted. And they just like rejection. I'd be like, ouch, but I'd be able to get over it really fast compared to someone else that might, you know, mm-hmm. be down for like mm-hmm. a few months and feel like they're worthless or something or that they're not good enough, you know? You know what, Lucas? I feel like you'd be really good in a sales position. Have you ever thought about doing I've done, sales? I've done door-to-door sales, actually. Stunning. I feel like that's your calling. Because I hate if it. you love rejection, then sales is perfect for you because you get rejected like every day. <laughs> I know. I, I did door-to-door for a month and it was, that was enough for me. <laughs> so do you do content creation full-time or are you in college if you're 21 or like what's the deal with that? So I, I went to college for a year, community college. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't finish the year. I dropped out and um, I was going to play professional baseball. That was my goal. I was, you know, that was, you know, my whole mindset was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go to college. Yeah, I don't really want to go, but I want to play baseball, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad really wanted me to play pro ball. You know how it is. You know, he's like really intensively into it. Like I was training every day and, you know, and I slowly just started realizing like, this is not like, I ended up just taking the, uh, you know, the kind of uncertain route. It, make, it makes life more interesting. Like, not knowing where your next bill is going to come from, you know, it's stressful, but it also makes you appreciate when you have better things and and respect your money more. 
um, and not buy stupid things like, oh, I got four grand in my account. My rent's covered. I can go buy some Gucci and some nice shoes. It's like, you know, it allows me to respect my money more. So when I do have it, mm -hmm. I can save it and invest it. But, you know, fast forward to now, um, I would consider myself a full-time content creator. Uh, you know, brand deals is mainly my source of income right now. I'm not making like, you know, I'm in San Diego. So, you know, maybe may, may, may making enough to like barely live for a couple months out from now, you know, mm -hmm. nothing too crazy. So like, you know, <laughs> right now. And I'm trying to build sustainability. Talking about friendships too, I feel like you walk through the world treating strangers as friends. Would you agree? I think, yeah, every stranger is just literally a friend that you haven't Potential met. Potential you know? friend. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Did you always have that mindset growing up or is that something you developed? It doesn't matter how old someone is or like who someone is mm -hmm. or if they're a girl or guy, like anyone is literally a friend. You know, it just depends if they reciprocate that energy. If you usually put good energy out and they're negative, then that's just a reflection of them, the way they look at you and the way they treat you is usually, you know, a reflection of themselves, right? So they're treating you like crap and they're like stuck up. Then that's just unfortunately the way they are. And they just, you know, they want to stay in their own bubble in their own world and they're not really open-minded. Do you them. typically lead with compliments? Cause I feel like a lot of mm -hmm. people in our twenties, we got to figure out how to make friends. I mean, mm -hmm. if you go to college and then all of your college friends are now living in different States, you have to kind of find that group again, which can mm -hmm. be a kind of a daunting task. But yeah, I, I mean, obviously asking people questions about themselves is always good because people love to talk about themselves. It's their favorite <laughs> I always subject. say that. Yeah, hundred yeah, yep. percent. But also are we leading with compliments? Is that what we're doing or does it ever seem ingenuine? Um, I, I do. I love to lead with compliments. I mean, because who doesn't like a good compliment and like, you never know how far compliment can take someone. I don't know your hair or like, I just like your smile, your eyes, you know, something simple. You can start with that. And then, you know, as you get more confident, you can like get a little crazier with it and just like notice the small things um, on someone, or you could even just start with like an introduction of yourself. Like, Hey, you know, I'm new here. That's the easiest one. Especially if you are new somewhere, you're like, Hey, I'm new here. I'm just looking for more friends. Um, what's your mm -hmm. guys' names? If they're like, like that, then they're just, you know, I hate to say it, but there's not good people. I, I mean, they're crappy people. If like someone came up to me, they're like, Hey, I'm new here. Like, what's your name? I'm trying to make more friends. And I was just like, huh. Like I'd be so proud of them. Yeah. <laughs> no, people don't do that. People don't, people don't do that though. I mean, I feel like if you're just genuine and you're, you know, you just take the, take the initiative to introduce yourself. Like 95% of people are going to like respond positively. Do you have any mantras that you live by? <sighs> like, or any good advice you've been given that you're, that you take with you that you remember? Really, I just live, I mean, as cliche as it is, like just just living a life with no regrets. Like I want to live and just think of every single moment. It's like, like I'd made the most out of this moment and like there's not one thing I would change, you know, because uh -huh. I, I always think of things like at the end of your life when you look back and reflect. I don't want to look at all the what ifs, just like you mentioned, or, you know, the what, what would have happened if this happened versus like, oh, I got hella embarrassed. I'll be on my deathbed laughing about it, you know. Actually, there's one big thing I live by as well is, is um it's about like how people perceive things is there is like a lot of people think there's things labeled as good or bad and everything in life is realistically neutral like there is no good or bad in life like mm -hmm. even the, the worst things someone might think of you know they're terrible things but another person could look at that as a positive um you know so I, everything's just how you perceive it like if you label things as like oh this is bad i got rejected this is bad versus me oh this is good i'm getting the wrong people out faster right mm -hmm. someone could see how the you know it's just how it's how you perceive things in life and you know that's that's a big thing i live by is just i try to neutralize everything around me 
Ashley, is it time for our favorite question? Uh, the most important question of all the other questions. Do you have any books or podcasts that you would recommend that you think anyone would find useful or just entertaining? Books. Uh, I Definitely, I hate reading. I've never like liked reading in school. Um, I was, you well, know, you're not cheating. reading the right books then. Yeah. Well, no, I'm, I'm getting there. Exactly. So, you know, school makes you read stupid fictional stuff where you just yeah. like act like you read it and then you don't actually read it in, in the silent reading time. But I picked up Rich Dad, Poor Dad during school, like at the end of my senior year. And as cliche as it is, like, you know, and then everyone walks around liabilities, investments, and they're just like, don't even know what they mean. <laughs> you know how it is. Like, it's just that like basic premise, which is really good, though. It gets your your head going like, 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 wow. Yeah, really as far as finance books goes, I've heard I a lot those. of good things about Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Rich Dad, Poor Dad's really good. I read that. Um, I One of my biggest, one of my favorite books is definitely um how to win friends and influence people i mean that's i still yeah, use some one. of those principles till this day I'm, i reread my notes and just check and then um it seems on brand <laughs> yeah it's just really good um and then the last one i'll recommend is the power of now by eckert toel real mm -hmm. toll eckert toel whatever really really good it like it teaches you i mean there's a lot of stuff i have probably like 30 patent 20 to 30 pages of notes and i'm not even done with it yet it's it's that good but it's very complicated to understand. Like it really kind of wraps your brain like in a weird way where you start to realize that like literally nothing, none of your past, none of your pain, nothing matters because if you strip yourself away from everything you have and you just like have your pure being, it's literally just every single moving nanosecond, every single moving breath, every single moving, you know, I don't know if you're taking a walk, you know, leg step. It's like when you think of things at that level. You don't like, know if we've ever taken a walk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> never been on a walk in my life. <laughs> yeah, me neither. But it's like every little moving piece and every little thing, like just you think about it once and it's like that that now, yeah. like that very moment. Like everyone says, oh, I'm living in the moment. But yet they're like, so what are we going to have for lunch? And they're thinking like ahead, whether it's a minute ahead, whether yeah. it's five minutes ahead. They're not really thinking of like, look at the way these like trees move, like feeling the the blood like pulsing through their body. I know it sounds mm -hmm. weird, but it's like when you really get into it, like and you, you put yourself in the very present moment. And the only time you can realize you're in the present was when you like finally snap out and go like, oh, now I'm in the present versus like just kind of going through the motions and talking um, or, you know, just doing your thing or, oh, I'm at work. I can't wait to get off. It's like you're not thinking of what you're doing now. You're thinking of getting off work and, and you're not truly living in that present moment. And it's really complicated to understand. There's a lot of things, but um, it's one of my favorite books by far. It's like changed my whole mindset. It's like I never I can't be bored. Like you could take my phone, take my laptop, put me in like a a forest for a week and I will not be bored. I'll sit there and find like things to do and just like be one with like nature almost, you know, and just uh -huh. instead of most people are like, Oh my God, I need TikTok. Like I need to, I need stimulation. Like they, they need this constant gratification and stimulation in their lives. And you know, it's good to just like, for me, I catch myself on my phone a lot cause I'm looking at comments responding and I'm like, I put it down sometimes I'll sit outside for an hour, maybe not quite meditate. I'll meditate sometimes, but I'll just sit there and just like be present, like be very, very present in this moment and just realize mm -hmm. what really matters and what doesn't really matter like in the end game so that's kind of what i practice a lot and it, and it keeps my head like very leveled e even when i'm in a crowded room with people that like i may not like or i'm like i don't really you know vibe with these people i'm not going to force myself to conversate i'll sit there by myself and look like a loner i guess you could say but <laughs> ultimately like i'm having the best time of my life just sitting there doing nothing and they just don't know it yeah i think that's a good practice to have and i think a lot of us can kind of practice being in the present moment a little bit more mm -hmm. because it's it's, hard. it is hard it is hard with hard. um how connected we are with our phones and the internet yeah. and all of that it's it's hard to just set it, everything aside and kind of feel where you're at exactly in that moment so i think right. we should all kind of 
try that a little bit more. I think we'd all be a little mm-hmm. bit happier. <laughs> oh yeah. It's pure joy. Amazing. Well, where can the people find you after they hear this podcast? Where can they look you yeah. up on TikTok, Instagram, wherever you want to f- be found? All right. So, um, you can find me on OnlyFans. I'm just kidding. Uh, you can find <laughs> you can find me at lucas.mayfield on Instagram. Um, definitely, if you if anything, just follow the gram because the gram is the hardest to grow. You guys know how it is. Um, and then TikTok is luke.kook. So that's L-U-K-E dot K-O-O-K. A lot of people think it's cook, but it's kook. Kind of like, uh, you, you know what kook means, right? Kind of. Kooky. Like, Silly. Like kooky. Like a, like, yeah, yeah exactly. Like a surfer dude. Like, oh, look at that kook out there. Um it just kind of rhymes. I, you know, I never knew that was going to be my actual username. I was just like, yeah, I guess it kind of sounds cool. It's simple. It's, you know, short, easy to remember. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. Stuck with it now. But yeah, Luke.Kook for TikTok. And then YouTube is going to be um, linked in my bio for TikTok as well. Just check it there. It's, I don't think you can really search it up. I'm not big enough on YouTube. Um, but it's Luke-Kook if you want to try. Um, might find a different Luke-Kook on there. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can find me on. Yeah, I got some videos on YouTube. If you guys want to watch me, like, take a girl skydiving. Um and some other fun stuff on my TikTok if you guys want to watch that. Awesome. Perfect. Thank you so much for chatting with us. It's been so nice getting to know you and a little bit more behind your mindset and the confidence thing and all of your fun content. I can't wait to see where the brand goes. Oh, yeah. Thank you guys so much for having me on here. This has uh, been a fun talk. 